0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, April 22nd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Franklin County will reopen some businesses Friday. Friday. Presiding County Commissioner Tim Brinker says golf courses, movie theaters, concert halls, gymnasiums, exercise studios, bowling alleys, and skating rinks will be allowed to reopen. Social guidelines will have to be followed, including limiting gatherings to 10 people or fewer. The St. Louis County Council has delayed spending millions of dollars from the federal government on coronavirus testing and protective equipment. Republicans and Democrats on the council are disagreeing on control of the money Democrats say the authority should rest with County Executive Sam Page. Republicans believe council members should have that responsibility. The St. Louis Board of Aldermen has created a special committee to help the city deal with the fallout of the pandemic. The committee will give the board a, quote, centralized setting to discuss the impact of the virus on the St. Louis economy. All parking meters in St. Louis will remain free indefinitely. City Treasurer Tashara Jones says parking tickets will not be issued. She adds parking-related penalties will be frozen through May. Here are the numbers. Missouri is reporting around 6,000 coronavirus cases. There have been nearly 57,000 tests. Roughly 190 people have died. In Illinois, health officials report 33,000 positive results. Out of 155,000 tests, there have been more than 1,400 deaths. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen tells us how families in the region are taking extra steps to protect loved ones with chronic illnesses from being infected with coronavirus. As we mentioned, some businesses in Franklin County can start reopening Friday. Presiding County Commissioner Tim Brinker says the decision involves golf courses, movie theaters, concert halls, and several other businesses. We must allow for businesses to thrive and for people to choose. He made those comments in a prepared statement on YouTube. He says social distancing guidelines will remain in effect for the businesses that reopen. Franklin County reports more than 100 coronavirus cases and 10 deaths so far. As Franklin County announces plans to reopen, those opposing the statewide stay-at-home order continue to stage protests throughout Missouri. A couple hundred gathered at the Missouri Capitol yesterday to call for the reopening of businesses. Some also called Governor Mike Parson a coward for keeping the state closed, at least through early next month. Many stood close together, ignoring social distancing guidelines and not wearing masks. Partisan bickering on the St. Louis County Council is temporarily delaying the purchase of coronavirus tests and protective equipment. The county is receiving $175 million from the federal government. Republicans and Democrats cannot agree on how much control County Executive Sam Page should have over that money. Democrats want to give Page more authority. Chairwoman Lisa Clancy says he needs to be able to spend that money easily.
1: I think that the processes that are fine for most bills are unconscionable during a pandemic when we need to work together as quickly as possible
0: Republicans want the council to oversee most of the funding, and council members are expected to vote on that issue next week. Dozens of nursing homes and assisted living centers are experiencing coronavirus outbreaks. Reporter Mary Hansen has more on what Illinois public health officials are doing to protect elderly residents.
1: The governor has been criticized for not releasing information about outbreaks in nursing homes sooner. The state public health department began publishing data tracking clusters of cases and deaths over the weekend. Governor J.B. Pritzker says testing will be expanded to facilities where there aren't yet confirmed cases.
0: We're prioritizing testing at long-term care facilities that are home to our populations where a COVID infection is more likely to lead to higher severity cases, especially among black and brown communities.
1: The head of the Illinois Department of Public Health says they're working closely with nursing home administrators to make sure they're controlling the spread of the disease once it's detected in a home. I'm Mary Hansen.
0: People with asthma, diabetes, and other long-term illnesses are at a higher risk of becoming sick or dying from coronavirus. Some with chronic conditions and their families are taking extra precautions. As St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen reports, the pandemic has made their lives more difficult and some are arguing about how to cope.
1: It's been nearly two months since Maryland Heights resident Karen Nickel last held her two-year-old granddaughter. After the coronavirus began spreading in Missouri, her family decided that her granddaughter could still visit, but Nickel has to watch from the porch or through her window. She just cries to my son. I go Nana. I go Nana. It's like, oh my god. So they bring her by, but she wants me to hold her, and she wants to. It was the cutest little thing because she put her hand out to mine and said, hold hands. Nickel has lupus, psoriatic arthritis, and fibromyalgia. These conditions weaken her immune system and cause her pain that's so bad sometimes that she can't get out of bed. People like Nicol, who have chronic illnesses, are afraid of what will happen if they got infected by the coronavirus. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention last week reported that 90 percent of people who've been hospitalized for COVID-19 had at least one underlying condition, especially obesity, diabetes, or asthma. And that's led some families to make some tough decisions to stay safe. Dr. Denise Hooks-Anderson at St. Louis University Hospital has important advice for everyone, especially to people who are at high risk of becoming sick. Stay home. Stay home, stay home. Hooks-Anderson says if they do go out, they should wear masks and gloves. And if possible, another person should run their errands. But she knows firsthand how stressful it is for family members who are trying to protect their loved ones. Hooks-Anderson has lupus, a disease that causes her immune system to attack healthy tissues in her body. Well, right now,
0: my husband is a germaphobe, and he gets angry with me when I go to the grocery store. He'd prefer I didn't.
1: St. Louis resident Lashana Lewis says when she learned that COVID-19 would make it harder for people with respiratory conditions to breathe, she wanted to do everything she could to protect her wife, who has asthma. But when her wife responded with some resistance, Lewis tried to explain where her fears were coming from, since she grew up with a mother who had cancer. I remember the days of sitting next to somebody in the hospital, hooked up to tubes and wondering, if they were going to come out of whatever it is that they were in. So I'm I'm thinking in my head, you know, what can I do to make sure that that we don't get to that situation? In some families, the person who is at high risk doesn't want to take precautions. St. Louis resident Tammy Merritt has been trying for weeks to convince her son, who has asthma, to come home from Oklahoma. He's 20 and very stubborn. Merritt also wanted to protect her fiancé, who has diabetes and is staying with her. She told her son that if he comes home, he'd have to isolate himself in his room for a couple weeks. And he did not take that well. He told me that, you know, I'm just acting like a child like everybody else and overreacting to this. And I was just like, cartoon smoke came out of my ears. I was so angry. <laughs> Some families like Don Chapman's and Marilyn Heights are used to being more careful. Her husband has Crohn's disease and her teenage son has type one diabetes. But she says the pandemic has really affected her son. He gets angry like the neighbors down the street were having a gathering. He just was furious at the window. He's like, why would they do that? Chapman says it's a lot of work to keep her loved ones safe and talk to them about how to handle a crisis. I just tell them the truth. Nobody's ever been through this before. This is a global pandemic. We're in new territory now, and we don't know what it looks like on the other side. I said, but you will feel this kind of frustration, maybe not at this level, with." All sorts of different things throughout your life. One day, the pandemic will be over, but the emotional impact it's having on families could last for years. I'm Eli Chen, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our David Cosserays edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt.